Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. It's so cool. How do you make that noise? Um, I don't know. My cousin and I used to like. He used to make it all the time when I was a kid, uh-huh. and at some point, like you, it's like a child when you like hear something long enough, like in different languages, the child just knows how to mimic the sound. Oh shit! So <laughs> you learn how to do it as a kid. Yeah, like my cousin oh my just he, he used to go all the time as a kid. And that's why you do that. Now. Yeah, that's why I do it. So. <laughs> I can't even do it right. Well, so the thing is. I'm not using my tongue to roll an R. Oh. Like in Spanish, you know, you go like rápido, rápido. Rápido, rápido. You, right? But like this is u- using your uvula, u- u- uvula, wh- however you say your that. Throat? The thing in the back of your throat uh. that, that dangles. So like what you're doing is you're, you're, I don't know how to explain this, but you're putting air towards the uvula in your yeah, throat. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like the tongue. No, it's not. It's if you, I don't know if do you can again, see my again. mouth. <laughs> 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 so like the tongue is tucked down and then you like blow air uh, kind of like up. Yeah. And it makes the uvula vibrate. So. Aww. <laughs> But if you lower it an octave, you can do. (laughs) (laughs) You could do Chewbacca. (laughs) And if you raise it an octave, I say it's the horny flying squirrel. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so good! It's just you know, when you're kids, you make a bunch of yeah. Maybe it's like, is it like a Cuban thing? I don't know. Nobody in my family does it. (laughs) You're like, it's just me. My best friend Ida can do it, and she's like white. yeah. <laughs> you know, she's got blue eyes and blonde hair. Yeah. So. <laughs> but if I you guess. roll the R, it makes a difference. <laughs> I don't even you know. You can do that one. Yeah, I can do that. I could roll my R's. <laughs> Honorary Latina over I here. I am. I am Latina at this you point. Are, you, well, Filipina is Latina on some level, isn't it? I think we'll fact check that. Yeah, one. It, it's it, like, yeah, we need fact check because there's like we have so much history of colonization. Oh, so there's just we're like a mixture of just I feel like so many. Yeah, race. like it's, uh, yeah, that's why I feel like every Philip there's like just different like stereotypes of what a Filipino could look like. Mm. There's never just like. One, one kind of thing. Well, I'm Cuban, and like you have the Afro Cubans, yes. you have the white Cubans, you have the more olivey Cubans like me. Yeah, you know. Same with Filipinos. Like, there's definitely like, uh, like darker skin toned to like very like light skin to the point where it's like, yeah, they look like they're Korean or Chinese. Cool. You know, like oh my god, it's, yeah, it's like we have a wide range selection of shades. The food kind of reflects that as well. For sure. Filipino food. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think I mentioned before, I used to work for the actor Darren Chris. Uh-huh. So I was his personal assistant for about two years. And uh, 
when I worked with him on a TV show, he ordered a Filipino food cart to come and like feed everybody. Yes, yes, baby. <laughs> so we were eating like the most delicious stuff on set that day. And yeah. I was like, damn, like this food is lit. It's like comfort food. Like I definitely have to sleep after. Like it's not, it's like. Well, it's a lot of rice and meats and like. Uh, fried shit. Yeah. Oh, lumpia. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about this before. Everyone loves lumpia. That's Everybody like loves the lumpia. first thing they're like, oh, you're Filipino. Like they think lumpia. <laughs> like I'm just like a walking fucking lumpia when you're a Filipino. Like, My little lumpia. My little lumpia. Like everyone just thinks like Filipino lumpia. Like they just, you know, it's like. I'm like, yeah, it's like the most common yeah. thing that everyone likes about the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do Filipinos make this <laughs> noise? Do you? No. no. Where does that originate? Like, who fucking knows? Who started that? I don't know, but I think classical Hollywood, like, used it a lot. You know, oh, like, yeah, like, 1940s. The, like, trying to be, know. like, sexy. Mae yeah. West in her busty gown. Oh, you know. <laughs> I love that. Let's yeah. do that intros because we oh. have like things to do. We do. We've got some fun stuff today. Okay. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Vocal Therapy. And I have your fave, the baddest healer in the world, Astro Daddy, aka Danny Santos. What up, what up, what up? Woo! Also, it's really important that I, I let you know. That there are scam accounts pretending yes, to be me. Yes, yes. They are messaging you saying, I'm drawn to you to give you a reading. I felt compelled. I had a bunch of people at the live show come up to me and be like, oh, I got a message from you offering me a reading. And yeah. one girl actually paid, I think, um, <gasps> 150 bucks to no. get a reading. Yes. So shout out to you. I'm so sorry. Um, reach out to me again and we can like set up a, a complimentary session or something. Right, right. I have her phone number, so I'll, I'll, I'll reach out. Yeah. Um, but like... Once she paid for that, then the person told her that, oh, you actually have a curse on you and you need to pay more money in order to remove the curse. So I'm actually really glad we're talking about yeah, this because yeah. like, okay, so as somebody who works as a professional astrologer, tarot card reader, intuitive life coach, etc., there are fakes scammers. out there. There They're are scammers. scams. Yeah, yeah. And even people like here in Los Angeles yeah. or people who own storefronts or Yeah, anything. and that's why I never go to like the storefronts. Yeah. That shit is fucked up. It is toxic. Yeah. So it is incredibly important that you know that every single time a witchy reader person is telling you that you have a curse on you, they're actually putting a curse on you. Oof. And that curse is to get your money. Oh, you have a curse on you, sweetie. You need to buy this candle <gasps> and you need to light this candle for nine days and do X, Y, and Z with it in order to remove Especially the curse. Especially if they like know you're rich or something. Well, mm -hmm. even if they don't. No, yeah, it's true. They'd be scamming everybody. You know, my friend, one of my best friends, she paid $700 to have a curse removed from her and she lives in New York. And like, she called me afterwards and she's like, oh my God, I got to tell you. And I was like, Karen, no. Oh no. <laughs> you know? Can you have a curse? Like what if there is someone that does have a curse on them? Well, if someone truly has a curse on them, a practitioner should offer to help you for free or right. at a rate that's affordable to you. Yeah. You know, but also, uh, are, are you familiar with the chakras? No. 
Okay. <laughs> so we've got like seven main <laughs> energy systems on our body. Yes. And I like seeing the photos. I yeah, yeah. Bit, the yeah. light like coming off of the right, square right. bit. Like, you know, so you've got seven on the body. Uh, but there's one that's three inches above the solar plex or the belly button. That's called the solar plexus chakra. Yeah. And this one's responsible for self-worth, self-esteem, being able to protect yourself. But it's also your sense of humor. It's your yeah. ability to have fun. The solar plexus chakra is the chakra that's responsible for keeping negative energy away from you Mm. because being the solar, it's like the sun. Yeah. Well, the sun is just a metaphor for your ego. So if somebody's like attacking you where you're weak, they're going to ego attack you and be like, you got a curse on you. And people who have an open third eye, you know, people who are really cerebral, maybe have anxiety, prone to. You like you said, my scars, my. Yes, yes. You, you, but you have an open third eye. I do. I feel like I do. But also, if your third eye is too open, it will manifest in anxiety, the need for control. Oh yeah, overthinking things. Anxious. Well, you mentioned that you got your scar from anxiety. Yeah, I have like a like. Look at my. Oh, I see. Ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was diagnosed with, uh, that's such a hard name to like <laughs> say, but it's pretty much like a form of a skin picking OCD mm-hmm. condition. Someone really close to me in my life has it too. Yeah. And so like these, like it's, it's crazy. Like when um, I was nine, I had another one. It wasn't this one on my forehead. Yeah. I had another one that I was like obsessed with picking. And I also had one here. And now I have another one again here <gasps> on my one. arm and here on my forehead. But Whoa. I, oh, and I, when I was like nine or 10, I also had the same spots of skin picking. Whoa. And then in my twenties was when I did, was obsessed with my ankle. Yeah. 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 Well, it's worth, <laughs> it's worth noting that because you were picking at your third eye, yeah. you know, it's your sense of anxiety, the need for control. The yeah. third eye chakra, it's ruled by the color purple, so it's perfect yeah. that you're wearing it. But Aquarius is one of the third eye signs. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I always felt like I've predicted certain shit in my life. Girl, you're fucking psychic. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about this a little bit before yeah, the show. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I feel like I've, like I've, I've, for instance, like, my show, yeah. like I remember for about a year, I was like, I want to start a podcast. And it, first it was going to be about fashion. I didn't, I was still like brainstorming what I wanted and I, I didn't know. And then I was, you know, going through like my dating and like dating guys, whatever. And then one night I remember thinking to myself, like, I just need therapy because <laughs> I, therapy's too expensive. Something, <laughs> yes, too, too expensive. I can't afford it right now. And I'm just like, I, I'm just lost. I don't, I feel like I understand why I make these decisions yeah. in my life. So, but then like one night I had a dream and I don't remember exactly what was like in the dream, but I kept hearing like therapy and like, uh, too broke for therapy. <sighs> and like, and I, I remember hearing people saying my, saying the name of the show Whoa. and like, and recognizing me for the show. And so it was like this feeling of like, this was, it was almost like a calling. It that, was meant to that be. That was like. You had a prophetic dream. What is that? Like. Uh, well, okay. Well, here so, we go. Here we go, baby. Yeah, prophetic, yeah, yeah, yes, prophetic. yeah, yeah. What is a pro- prophetic dream? Yeah. Uh, this is when you are sleeping, dreaming, and you start to have a visual experience of something to come, similar to a prophecy. Yeah. So a prophetic dream isn't the be all end all. If you're having a dream about something really scary or really intense. Right. It often comes to us in the form of metaphor. So like dreams of murder, death, rebirth, etc. Those can be prophetic dreams of signs or symbols of things to come, but they're not always literal. Right. Whereas your dream was actually foretelling the future or being given a divine download of broke therapy. Therapy is too expensive. Yeah. Broke girl therapy was born. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like waking up because it was weird. Like I, I, I would hear people like, shouting out the name like shouting out like all broke these things therapy. yeah bro go therapy bro go therapy. therapy maybe broke that was therapy. me in your dream yeah, 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 bro, the live show. you were just like broke broke therapy, therapy baby <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and like it was yeah, me from the future it was you from the future to let you know literally uh. be like bro go there <laughs> i'm like what is this i'm hearing like everyone oh, dancing music <laughs> right mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like that was like i just heard like people I felt like that it felt like, yeah, people were going to recognize me for this. Yeah. 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 And like, I granted, I'm not famous. I wasn't famous. I was never, I I didn't have, yeah, you're pretty famous now, girl. Define fame. Like I mean, 50,000 followers, millions (laughs) of views. It's getting a live show. People wanted to touch your body. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like I'm on the low bar of fame. I mean, I've worked in the industry, so we. I know yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. fame and like, I mean, I, one time I was like uh, working a red carpet and like, I think it was like Cara Delevingne and like somebody else right there. <laughs> and then like the paparazzi yelled at me to move out of the way. <laughs> And so I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that was a very humbling experience. They're like, get the fuck out of the way. You're not famous. Yes. I was like, okay. Uh, Which is fine. I wasn't even trying to like, I was just trying to, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. So it was just, it was, it was funny. Um, So yeah. So that's why I'm like, (laughs) like, I'm not red carpet famous. Right. Right. But people, you know, love me for my work. Yeah. Well, and your work is beloved. Yeah. I think you are the voice of all of the other broke girls who need therapy out there, but also people who just need, like, they just want discourse and conversation. Yes, and, like, a good laugh. A good laugh. Yeah. So the prophetic dream has come true, but, like, it's almost like the divine spirit of the universe came into you and was like, hey, you are the chosen one yeah. for this task. Yeah. Like, nobody uh, could do it better than you. Because there's been so many times I think I've tri- I've fought my fate a little bit like yeah. I'd go out for certain jobs and like I'd be at a job and like this is my dream job this is because I've had a lot of honestly a lot of incredible experience like in projects whatever like I've done a lot of great stuff but like I always got fired you know what I mean or like ah. things always like happened that way it was like shoved me out of that path like yeah. it was like it would always felt wrong even though i try to convince myself it was right girl and so now it's led me to this place where i'm like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> she needs to expand I, I, I had to i had to release <laughs> releases the beasties the release. <laughs> but like i had to you know i am at the right place at the right time. It's yeah. pretty much. I meant, I honestly feel it like. You're born for this. Yes. And I, it was so scary. I mean, obviously deep down I wanted this to be what I was meant to do. But it was so scary because, you know, you want that security. You want the security of like, you know, having uh, a stable paycheck every yeah. other week. You know, you want the security of like you know, like a 401k, you know what I mean? Like starting your own business is like, those things. yeah, like it's when you start your own business, it's like, it's, you're taking a risk. You're taking a risk. So you're it's putting like, yourself in. Yeah. And, and you know, you all, you see it all the time with people, right? Like where they, they, you know, like even like YouTubers or whatever, any creators where it like, they do something and, like never hear from them again you know mm. and so oh yeah like when things, people just disappear from youtube yeah like money <sighs> and like fame and all of this could be easily taken away mm-hmm. so that's why i try to like just embrace every moment because you know i obviously hope for the best and i want to do this honestly for the rest of my life Amen. and and also grow from it and like do even bigger things but like um but even then like that's you never know what can happen like like cancel culture or like you know putting yourself out there on the internet you're you're leaving yourself very open to the outside forces of the world so that's like protection is so important yes and like it is scary because as i love being vulnerable and i love sharing my life with people and like like it, it it's my calling to do this yeah but of course like there is that reality of like to protect your energy and to protect even like myself, like people, you know, there's dangerous fucking people out there. Like they know, like where, you know, 
where I go get my coffee every day or some yeah. stuff like that. Like you just, it's scary. So it's like boundaries, trying, boundaries, having good boundaries. Yes. And even just like boundaries, even with like my relationship with Brian. Sure. Like, cause he probably doesn't want every single thing you guys talk about. Yeah. To I be. mean, he's uh, thankfully he's like pretty open. He, he's open. He's not like, he's so awesome. he doesn't ever, I know he, I love that guy. I love that man. <laughs> like forever. Brian, I love you. <laughs> we love you. I love you. Um, but like, thankfully he doesn't ever make me, he's never ever said like, can you not mention that? Like he's, been very yeah. like okay with it but he's flexible about very it. flexible and i always ask him like <laughs> even like the thick latina comment like, can <gasps> i post this he's like yeah sure <laughs> okay. like, are you gonna feel weird about it he's like no it's like it's like fucking funny it's like okay yes. so um like i try i just try to be mindful but like at the same time just like i purposely don't have him on the show a lot yeah yeah, yeah. because like the more you, you put it out there the more people feel like they're a part of it. Yeah. The relationship. And like, he's someone I want to like marry and have kids with. So I have to have like a certain level of boundaries. Yeah. Well, and this brings us back to the concept of like, when someone says you have a curse on you or something like the boundaries piece comes from your solar plexus, mm. self-worth, self-esteem, the ability to deal with the discomfort of other people by putting up your boundaries. Yeah. And like, you know, people like us, we're really friendly. We don't want to let people down. But at a certain point, you have to say like, I'm sorry, this is as far as you, you yeah, can I go. Can, right, right, you know? yeah. So if someone's trying to scam you for a reading, make sure you always confirm my identity by, and any reader that you're going to, by having the person state their name in a voice note along with your name or your right. handle on Instagram and uh, the date because that is the only way you're going to be able to confirm that who you're talking to is real. Mm. So good to know, and good to know early on an episode because and girl, that sucks that, that like that one chick said. It yeah, like, I'm, I'm scared of that that. A like, few people from yeah. the live show were like, "Yeah, you messaged me offering a reading," <gasps> and I was like, "If I'm not following him, if you guys follow me and you see that I'm not following him, that's another trick too." Yeah. That might be a thing. Don't check to see if he's following me because I know those scammers. They will follow your account. They'll follow my account and use my content too. Spread the word. Yeah. So if I'm not personally following him, then it's not him. And also just about spreading the word. Yeah. Today is the day that I'm launching the Astro Daddy podcast. So we don't know when this is going to be out. I know. But I mean, if you're listening, just go check it out. Because funny story, we... (laughs) There's batch we, work. We yeah, batch work. <laughs> but we already have like two episodes that um that we recorded and in this very moment they're not even out yet. Yeah, so yeah. this is <laughs> this is coming so six months in they the need future. to go. Yeah, they need All to right. go out first. Well, <laughs> so. just no episode 1 is out today, but by the time you see this it's we're, episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm probably going to do bi-weekly, so okay, episode okay. 10. Okay, okay, episode okay, 10. episode 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just know that you could go listen for yeah, sure now. Astro Daddy Podcast. Yay, I'm so happy for you. Thank you, Boo, and thank you for making it possible for me. Of course. You know? I, like, I, again, I really do think the universe brought us together. Me too. Um, and the twins. And the twins. They're All helping of us. me with the podcast. All so. of us. It feels like such divine timing. It really does. And like, this is my tribe. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, these are people I can trust. These are people who are like-minded, yeah. that are nice to me. Oh. Like, having ADHD, I've attracted a lot of people into my life who took advantage of me because Same. I'm just so anxious to love and help people. Same. And then, like, I f- feel stupid. So then, like, I believe that I'm stupid and people could call me stupid. Uh-huh. And then, like, oh, like, <laughs> that makes sense. I, I get it. Yes. Like, people, because sometimes we're not so focused, so we might come off as slow. 
Yes. When really it's like, well, my mind is focused on like three other things. Yeah, right just now. know that we're our minds are running faster than yours. <laughs> yeah, baby. So Aries placement. Yeah, exactly. And ADHD. <laughs> and so ADHD. It's all of the above. Do you have you ever heard of synesthesia? I just I don't like I feel like I don't know anything that well let me educate but you now baby I'm, yeah exactly that's why and just, just yeah just go no one knows this too I think <laughs> so synesthesia is when your brain crosses over different senses so like when I think about oh. like your name Stephanie in my mind you spell it with an f so that f is orange but the name itself is purple so like in oh, my mind I see you like, like highlight it. I like see it in color. Oh you know? Or like Megan, that is a magenta name with that spelling and everything. <gasps> so your name is like purple and magenta with a little that orange. That is in there. so cool. I don't think in color, I think. <gasps> and when I listen to music, I see like tons of shapes and stuff, like moving around. Oh uh, my God. numbers are in color. I like to find the the middle letter. Oh, tell, same. That more. might be a little bit of an OCD thing because <laughs> I like to count like broke five zero a uh, zero. The O is in the middle. Like it's the, I, it's the core. It's the it's solar the plexus. It's the solar. I always loved like I just would. I mean, I, I I'm better now, but I think like when I was younger, I did it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe it just probably why I didn't do well in school because I was too busy being like what's the middle letter <laughs> and how many like le- how many letters are in each word. Like I would like actually like. And maybe I like to come to think of it, like maybe it was like an anxious thing. Oh, you a know? way to ground yourself. Yeah, a way to ground myself. Yeah. I don't do it as much, but I'll do I'll find myself doing it. But when I was younger, I did it a lot. And I feel like I was very like, especially elementary school. I feel like yeah. I was a, very anxious. Yeah, same. I yeah. used to um, like take my fingertip and while like while we would read in class, I'd bounce my finger on top of each letter like it was a little playground. Oh, that's and then, fun. But I wasn't paying attention to what <laughs> right, we were doing. Right, right. Like okay. I would just dissociate yes. so intensely. Or I would literally be sitting there in class and like staring into I would dissociate so much in yes. class too. Like I already came up with a whole music video concept. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> and wardrobe <laughs> lights, everything was like filmed in my head in English class. I, I feel you. I feel you so hard. I yeah. really as a child I struggled with like I had to take extra math classes. I didn't learn to read until like first grade and I think most kids Aww. learn in kindergarten. Um I didn't learn to tie my shoes until third grade. Aww. But like all of my intelligence is spiritual and yeah. like you know the And you're extremely intelligent. Well thank you. You know, so it's like it's just the school system yeah. wasn't like, it's not built for, you know, school yeah. is very Virgo. Yeah. It's very like cut, cut dry. Throw, right. You know, right, like, yeah. like this, this starts at this time and ends at this time. And there is a right answer and a wrong answer. Exactly. And, and I, our minds like, don't think like that. No baby. Shades like, of gray. Shades of gray. I did well in English classes, writing. Oh, I didn't do, I, I didn't do well in writing. Really? What, what were you good at? Recess. <laughs> I wasn't even good at PE. I mm. walked my mile, 23 minutes. Shout out. Yeah, baby. So that's Get how it. I know that people are like, how long does it take to walk a mile? 23 minutes. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't even jog, bitch. <laughs> I I walked. Like I didn't even try. Oh my, like, why why not? I was just like, I don't like to run. Yeah. I, don't I really think I was like also just kind of like didn't want to sweat because I was like wanting to be pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just was like, and also like it was it was my social time. Like I was like yeah. I had other friends who didn't want to like run too. So, so you we could walk just, with like, them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one I should have ran, bitch, run. Like because now I feel like I mean I was like thin back then, so I didn't really feel the need to like, but now I'm like, I should have like 
and yeah. active. I remember <laughs> when I did the the mile in high school, my first one was like 12 minutes and, and 48 seconds or something. And oh. then we ran it again at the end of the year and it was eight minutes and 22 seconds. That's really good. I shaved four minutes and 22 seconds off of my mile in one year. That's so good. But I can't run that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I don't even know. I don't you even, know. Like, but catch me at Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. <laughs> Baby, I can play heavy yes. mode all day. Yeah, I will dance all night. Have you ever played Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah, DDR, yes. bitch. I had even had the home thing. I, I have one at home. Yeah, and I got I it when I, I went to the Philippines. And I got a knockoff. <gasps> so I would use the knockoff version at home. What? Yes. I, I just, like, six months ago, because ADHD, so you do yeah. something at one point and then forget about it. I still have the mat. I bought, uh, like, a $300 metal mat for my apartment, and it's still in the box at home right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, waiting to be used. Yeah, I don't think I was, like, that big on it, though. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed. Or maybe I was. I don't know. I don't remember it's so funny. Well, there's an arcade that we can go do in Burbank. Let's do it. Let's get the twins Aww, together. Get really some friends. Fun. Dance, dance, revolution. <laughs> Did you have that one? DDR Max 2? No, mine was in the Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> mine was not English. Off brand. <laughs> yeah, it was off brand. I told you it was like not even the real DDR. It was, so what noises would it make when you I don't even it remember. I just remember it just being like this. <laughs> Sometimes it wouldn't even work well. Like it was no. just like, yeah, it was like, I think that's probably what it was. It was probably because like I was like frustrated with yeah. it. But, um, and then I feel like at the, doing it at the arcade, I was too embarrassed oh. to be in front of people like that. I get really sweaty when I but do when, it. But when, yeah, by Usher comes on, bet your ass I'm yeah, on the dance yeah, floor yeah, fucking, yeah. I'm on the stage freak dancing <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> Broke girl lap dance. Broke girl DDR lap edition. Dance. I know. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh wait, we're doing a tarot reading. Oh that's right. Yeah. That's right. I completely like, forgot. That's here. I dissociated <laughs> We just got ADHD. lost. We did. It, I mean it's like about to happen. I really just like at this point, like let's not even plan what to even do. Let's yeah, just, baby. Let's just, just fucking talk. Roll with the punches. But I do want a tarot reading. I feel like I need it. Have you ever done a tarot reading before? Yes. Ooh, tell me about it. Um, so I have a spiritual medium. Shout out to Yesenia, Yana, who she is. Um, which I need to hit her up. She's amazing. But she she's done a tarot reading for me. Shuffle so. these cards for me while you tell us more. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not a good shuffler. And talking at the same time. Yeah. It could be a lot to This might be hard for me. All right. Well, let no, me okay. say I've been studying tarot since I was eighteen years old. I'm currently twenty nine. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've been studying astrology since I was eleven, and my great grandmother was a tarot card reader in Spain. <gasps> So it's like part of my like bloodline, you yeah. know, I still have her OG deck, like the one that she read with in Spain. Stop. You should have brought that. It's well, so cool. I don't know. It's, it's like, like it's in Michigan right now, oh. like with some <gasps> other in Michigan next month. <gasps> what? Yes. That's where I'm from. I know, bitch. We talked about this <laughs> every episode. ADHD. <laughs> every episode we've mentioned. I'm from Michigan. Yeah, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> it's like that I'm quote. not from, you're from Michigan. I'm from here, but my dad lives in. Oh my God. That's right. How Detroit, could I forget? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So yeah, yeah, but um, um, maybe we're going at the same time because I'm supposed to go to Michigan. I'm going for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, I'm gonna be there the week after. <gasps> maybe we'll overlap. Yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm actually flying there. I won't cut this out. I'm probably past Thanksgiving at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah who even knows what year it is at this point? But um, <laughs> it might be in January actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. All right. She has shuffled the cards. They're looking nasty and good. I love it. They're oh. used. They're lived. Yeah, baby. Worn in. All right. Worn so, 
Um, I'm just going to give my little spiel. Okay. So with tarot, I want to say um, back when I lived in Michigan, I was trained under two psychic mediums and a Wiccan shaman on tarot. We learned psychometry, which is learning how to read the psychic energy of an object that's given to you. Um, we also... I was trained on how to use a Ouija board the safe way. Oh my gosh. Um, we did transcendental meditations together, like all sorts of different, you know, yeah, I have a yeah. lot of training in this. I'm so, so scared of the, the Ouija. We should try it sometime. Wish we could. I'll teach, uh, we can teach people on should the podcast. Should I call podcast. my grandma? Yeah, yeah, baby. call my grandma. <laughs> hey, Grams. <laughs> call my grandma. If you're here, spell out butt stuff. She'd be like, I know. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> she would like hang up. <laughs> oh yeah, the spirit line is just on uh, dial tone. Right, exactly. It's oh like, oh, God. okay, she's gone. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But, but when you're getting a reading, I just want to always say this reading is for today. We have free will, so we always have the gift and ability to change our destiny at any moment in time. Okay. Uh, it's also really important to note that anything that you ever get from a reader if something does not stick well with you or resonate with you, keep what resonates and <laughs> the oh. deck is jumping. <laughs> the deck is jumping. Keep what resonates for you and throw out the rest. Okay. So it's kind of that idea of like be very careful who you get a reading from okay. because somebody can easily put a curse on you with their words. <gasps> So scary. So if someone says like, oh, X, Y, and Z is going to happen and it's a scary thing for you. Yeah. Like. That's why you always want to go to someone who's a professional, who has training. They give an empathetic and compassionate approach, but they're yeah. also no bullshit. Right. Like, you want to find someone who's good. Okay. So, all right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Broke this girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl tarot pee. <laughs> tarot pee. <laughs> oh, that's a cute name. Tarot pee. <laughs> Broke girl tarot, tarot pee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first card is the core issue at hand. Okay. It's at the center of everything. It's what you're looking at. It's what you're, what's topical. Yeah. Uh, the core of the reading. So we have the King of Swords reversed. So when the King of Swords is upright, this card is ruled by the zodiac sign Aquarius. Oh. But reversed, it's actually ruled by Leo. Oh. So what do you know about Leos? Um, They are this... The center stage. Yes. They take the room. They're the leaders. Yes. The lions of the jungle. Yes. Now, it's interesting because Leo is the sign of the ego. And we've been yeah. talking about the solar plexus, the ego protecting yourself. Yeah. So that wants to come up here. Like, the fact that the king of swords reversed means, like, if it's upright, it's Aquarius. You've already gone as far as you can being like an Aquarius mm -hmm. and being able to make good progress. Yeah. So at this point in time, you're actually being asked to be more like a Leo. Which I feel like that's like a shift to my life is yeah. to like take charge. Like take you're charge. You're not the employee or the employer. Yes. You're center stage. Yeah. You're the leader. You're the center of attention. But with this comes with um, Aquariuses can often suffer from low self-esteem because their third eye is so fucking open. Yeah. That yeah. they're just like, oh, overthinking things, um, being under psychic attack to their own anxiety. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. So to have this this Leo card popping up at the very beginning, it really is like, oh, it's time to start combating that. Like working on your self-love, self-esteem, self-worth, good boundaries, a lot of the stuff we've already been talking about. Yeah, no, I agree. That's been like for sure on my like list of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so let's pull the next card. This is going to be the running influence over this. Like where are you at with this right now or what's kind of the, the okay. constituents of this? So... 
The next card we have is the Four of Cups. So when we see the Four of Cups, not sure if you can see it on camera, <laughs> but I'll hold it up. The Four of Cups. Ah! It's um, a guy sitting and there's like a magical hand passing a cup to him. And he's like, uh-uh, I don't want it. And then there's three in front of him and he's also not acknowledging those. So when the Four of Cups comes up, it's a card of resistance. So it's like resisting the ego. Like, are you afraid that people are going to think you have too big of a head or like what, where's the resistance in putting yourself first? Um, yeah, I think that like f for me, I, my thing that I always try to tell myself is to be humble, you know, because I've worked so hard to be where I'm at. Not even just with the show, just in general, that um well first you know I started off w when I was younger and most of my life I've just been very like insecure and I feel like I've been gaining confidence but I don't want ever I don't I don't know I don't I, I also don't ever want to think that I'm too good for anything yeah you know but at the same time it's like it's okay sometimes to be to pick to put yourself center stage yeah so because you are born in Aquarius and we have this card that it's actually, it would have been different if it was just the Leo card by itself. Right. But it's the Aquarius card reversed being Leo. Mm, so you've, an Aquarius. Well, you've already developed being a good Aquarius. Yeah. Humility, thinking of others, um, having a relationship to the world, people from all walks of life, open-mindedness. Yeah. Like you've got that built in. Yeah. You're actually, um, you can't get any better at being an Aquarius anymore. You've mastered the archetype. Yeah. So you're going to do better if you become more like a Leo. Be more of like the boss. Yes. But but you'll never lose that Aquarius side of yourself because that's where you're coming from. Mm. It's different than someone born a Leo who oh. they're just going to be like, center of attention, baby. Here I am. And then having to like humble them yeah. from there. Yeah. yeah. You already have humility. Now you need to step into your divinity and be like, all right, I'm part of God too. Like I have right. just as much self-worth. Yeah. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, t I'm definitely uh, I'm learning how to be more straightforward. Yeah. It's like my boundaries. Boundaries. Mars and Gemini in yes. your birth chart. There you go. So, and Mars is in Gemini at the time of this recording. So, oh my gosh. But that's topical. So, this is coming out months later. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's ready. It's 2023. 2027. 2020, right. <laughs> um, okay. Let's pull a card for your past. Ooh. How's the past coming into play with this situation? Oh my gosh. All right. We've got the Knight of Pentacles, the ruling card for Virgo. A lot of Virgos <laughs> from my past. A lot of Virgos from your past. A lot of Virgos. Uh, but also, Virgo, in this sense, it's almost like the card of criticism. Ugh. Like having a, y your ego being under storm by people who are really critical, whether they were Virgos or just past people behaving like Virgos. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about people criticizing you or putting you down that affected your self-esteem? I mean, I think my entire life, ugh, am I going to cry again? Um, I'm on my period too. So like bring the tears. I feel baby. like oh, this, this, uh, batch episode from this month is a lot of crying. Broke out therapy. <laughs> therapy. And also like hormones. <laughs> um, like I got my period last night. So, um, <laughs> so I'm very sensitive. Uh, you, my whole life, I think, started off with my mom. Mm. Um, and then, you know, having ADHD school was always very tough. So, like, I even had, like, a choir teacher ask me if I was in special ed. <gasps> um, what? I know, because I didn't understand. I forgot what it was. Like, something, I didn't understand something about, like, 
music theory. Like it just wasn't clicking to me. And so she's that like, right. she pulled me aside. She's like, are you in special ed? I know she's fucked up. You can't ask. Somebody you can't that. ask that. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, and then like, I just think like even my old friend group, there was, I was always kind of like the butt of the jokes. I was always, um, and I've recently just like severed my relationship with them and I'm yeah. not friends with those people anymore because, and I was telling, I think I was telling you a little bit at, at ramen uh, the other day, but yeah. it's just because I've like learned to not take shit anymore. Mm, and boundaries so, and self-worth. Yes. And they didn't know where to place me because for so long, um, <clears throat> and this is not something that they've ever even admitted to me. This is just an observation and wh- how I feel. But for so long, like I was always like the butt of the joke, the friend that they like could just make fun of or whatever. The and scapegoat. I just the scapegoat, yeah. like, you know, just didn't, I felt like they didn't care, honestly. Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of critiques there and I just, you know, dating Virgos in general. <laughs> Look, my parents are both Virgos. I understand. Yeah. They can be critical. Yeah. But if a Virgo is being critical to you, that's also their way of like showing you love. Yeah. That's it's a way of showing you that they care. Cause that's just their love language, you know, in a weird way. But also a Virgo can get very carried away with wanting perfection or wanting you to like, they don't acknowledge what level of progress you have made. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's important for people to know that opposite signs of the Zodiac, like the high vibration of both of them is going to look identical. So like a low vibrational Leo or or neutral is going to be like the Leo that everybody knows. Yeah. But a high vibrational Leo is going to be a Leo with Aquarius traits developed. And vice versa for Aquarius. You know, Aquarius, humanitarian, but the high vibration will have the ego developed. So, you know, with Virgo, the high vibrational Virgo can criticize you and set their boundaries, but they're also going to be compassionate like I've a Pisces. I've also let go a lot of Leo friends as well, too. So I don't know yeah. if that might Well, that's because you're learning to say, like, okay, I can actually develop Leo in myself. I don't need to be grabbing it from my from community. You guys. Yeah. 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 And then you can befriend Leos in a healthier way going forward. So, yeah. very interesting. Um, should we pull one more for the past or go to the present? Let's do a past. I okay. Don't know. I like to dive into l- the Let's past. go a little bit further, baby. I know. I like it to dive it into past a little bit. Ooh. Let's do some healing, you know. So, we've got the justice card. So, this is the card of holding your light and your dark in perfect balance. Mm. It's ruled by the zodiac sign Libra. So, it's interesting because Virgo is followed by Libra in the astrology. Uh-huh. So, it's like, okay, you've gone from having things needing to be perfect and organized and people criticizing you to finding a bit more of a balance. But also the justice card is about relationships and romantic love. So let's talk specifically about your relationships with Virgos or people who are critical and how that has been a self-esteem blow. Um, my first love, I would say um, my like high school boyfriend from 15 to 20 years old Kevin, shout out. Hey, uh, Kevin. <laughs> and um, he, like, that was probably the most heartbreaking. Obviously, it was my first love. And, like, I, I, you know, like, I was young. Like, being, like, around 20 years old, I'm, of course, like, having a little bit of a wandering eye and, like, wanting to flirt with other guys. At Mars the same and t- Gemini. Right. <laughs> and then, but at the same time, I'm like, wait, I'm, like, in love with my boyfriend like I don't want to hurt him but I just was you know naive and didn't know how to handle that and understand that like 
what's next in life because I knew I still had so much life to live. So I feel yeah. like I kind of like messed with him a little bit, but he cut me off in a way that was like very hurtful and it like it, I just felt really guilty for so long like that I was never going to find anyone as good as him because he was great yeah he did take care of me how and did like, he cut you off just cold turkey just Ooh. It, was he a Virgo yeah okay so Virgos are pretty good at it's yeah. like scissors. You yeah. Know, I mean, towards the end, like we were on and off, but I think he had enough at a certain point. Went, yeah. I went and I was like, what? And then I realized like, oh yeah, I think that was the first time. Like you can't treat people like that, you mm. know? So it was, it we was, all fuck up. yeah. Yeah. And so, um, it, and then, and, you know, and he would like say, I would hear that he would say things like he just wasn't attracted to me anymore. Cause I was like gaining weight and it just like, just like, uh, you know, and just, just, I look back at it and like, I mean, that wasn't a nice comment, but I, the way that he cut me off, I'm like, oh, cause he was hurt too. Yeah. And like, I, for so long, didn't even think he was hurt. I was just like, you just hate me. Like, you don't love me anymore. Like what's going on? You know, like, how can you not love me anymore? I just thought like he was just, didn't have any love for me, but it's like, no, like he loved me. Like, but he chose himself and like. I respect it now. I'm like, good yeah. for you. You created boundaries good at a young boundary. age. Yeah. That was how good. How old is he? 20. Okay. Well, Virgos are born with that kind of energy. Right. They're not afraid to be critical of yeah. the matter at hand. And if you think about the word critical, it doesn't just mean to be like poking and picking at someone. Yeah. Critical is also to have like cr a critical amount of energy in one direction. Yeah. So he's able to say, sorry, like I'm yeah. going to be a little critical with the situation at hand and just cut the tie. Exactly. Like he was so good at like, yeah, choosing himself and, you know, and so I, I'm now as a grown person, I respect it. I'm like, you did what you needed to do. Yeah. But back then, like for so long, I think it took me a really long time to realize like, oh, like, why am I fucked up? Like, I'm not deserving of love. I'm not pretty enough mm. to be to to be wifed up. I'm not pretty enough or or even a good enough woman to uh, like be with. Like, I'm not. Am I a whore? Yeah. Like, am I just like, I didn't know where I stood as a woman. Yeah. Well, you know that none of those things are true. Or maybe, yeah, I know or, now, yeah. but I think it, it took a while. Yeah, yeah. It took a while to well, get, get to that point, you know? What we're really getting at here is shame. Yeah. You know, how did you deal with that, the shame of that? I mean, did you go into more destructive behavior? Did you go yeah, into Yeah, it was healing? a lot of destructive behavior. I think in my 20s, like a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs, a lot of, I mean, I, thankfully, I, I never got to a point where it was like a bad addiction. I think I've always knew that like there was a point where I need to stop if it was like getting too much. Like, yeah. um, so I, I don't think I've ever like struggled with addiction, but I definitely abused drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of blackout nights or like just making wrong decisions um, and just you know, like, like t just trying to get validation from men was really what I've tried to find my value in. And I tried to find value in my career too. Like I thought. Find self-worth from the approval of working really hard for people that didn't appreciate you anyway. Exactly. Yeah. In toxic work environments, yeah. but also was like, I'm going to be, you know, cause for instance, my ex-boyfriend from high school, like he really took care of me. Like mm. his, his parents had money. Like this is the Virgo one. Yeah. 
and that one that like cut me off but like you know he like financially took care of me like even paid a semester of school like he really like you know like my mom um that's another separate story too but there was never food at home like we were kind of starving Whoa. at home i think she might have an, an ed but yeah. um you know we don't have to dissect her right now but sure. like there was never food at home so it was like a struggle at home Whew. that's okay that's okay but you took care of me and i just like was just silly it was like oh my god this guy from coffee bean is so hot like Aww. you know like i would just be like like just i never like physically cheated on him it wasn't anything like that but yeah. i was always like i just need to be single right now and then like so then i get back with him. him yeah and like so you went it back was just, and forth it was like confusing like i was very confusing and like not the most loyal but i was a confused person you know at 20 years old you're like what am I doing with my life? Where am I going to go to school? What career am I going to get? Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? <sighs> like, you know, and also There's a lot like, of pressure riding on Yeah, you. and a body dysmorphia. I don't have the same body as when I was 14, which yeah. is like, duh, bitch. Like, <laughs> you're not a child anymore. Right. You're turning into a woman. But like, I didn't understand that. So there's just like a lot. Yeah. You know, I think it's like very common for that age. Yeah. Well, and you're also talking about the career part. Oftentimes we'll seek out um, career and professional situations yeah. that mirror our relationship with our parents in the most toxic way possible. So you'll yeah. find people that go years stuck in a really abusive situation. Yeah. Like going through my parents' divorce, you know, uh, how old were you when they got divorced? 16. Okay. But so, you know, a divorce takes, a long time yeah like and you know seeing my parents like talk shit about each other and like and then like within like you know my parents divorced and within like the next year my dad was already remarried and got another woman pregnant whoa so um he so was you have half siblings yeah wow have and you ever had them on the show no they're young you know what i mean like okay. well like shout out to ariana she's <laughs> like in her 20s now but like um but she lives in michigan yeah, and then yeah. my where i'm from <laughs> Right, but she also, she's, um, like, not biologically my sister, but my dad adopted her. Got it. Yeah, okay. but, like, we also share as, as a younger brother. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. My half-sibling uh, biologically. And so, yeah, so that was a lot. Yeah. And then going through... So this is probably the most dramatic time of my life, Danny. Okay. <laughs> this card okay. fucked me up. That's okay. <laughs> I know I have That's to laugh what this at is my for. I know. <laughs> Jesus, it's like only like two o'clock. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, you know, then like having like a family member like go through like you know like bipolar and like schizophrenia episodes like a lot. Yeah. My twenties were a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I was drunk for most of it. <laughs> because you didn't want to face it. You didn't want to live through that. Yeah. Yeah, it's powerful to just see by, like, if you know the tarot and introduce the cards, how we can actually extract this stuff yeah. from the psyche. And, you know, we talk Where's about this. ayahuasca? What do you need her? Well, <laughs> honey, I've done ayahuasca 26 times at I this know, point. exactly. So she lives in me. I know, I know, I know. You know? Um, Jeez, I am moisturized <laughs> <laughs> on my face. But that's okay, you yeah, know? That's, yeah, that's what yeah. this is for. Ugh, and I, I want it. your vulnerability. I know, people you know want this too i guess yeah. <laughs> um so if we pull another card what what do we need to do to bring the healing because obviously we've, we've got criticism from virgo and then trying to find the balance balancing your darkness and your light from libra yeah 
So criticism from relationships, critical on yourself for yeah. how you behaved in relationships. The next card we have is the four of pentacles reversed. So if you look at this card upright, it's a guy holding on to a pentacle really tightly. There's one on his head and two under his feet. Reversed, this is actually about letting go. Mm. You you need to find a way to like release this because on some level it's still in your nervous system. Yeah. It's still like a part of your experience. It's it's kind of within you still. Okay. So that's where things like ayahuasca can be very useful to have yeah. a, a cathartic cathartic experience. But also breath work, sound healing, EMDR therapy, tarot therapy. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, but but it's time to really start unpacking these things a little bit further and realize like you weren't you weren't necessarily the problem or like it wasn't your fault because you are a child of divorce. You're someone who's gone through, we talked about, you know, making every mistake in the book. And what this offers you with this Aquarius energy that you have is you become a leader to others. Yeah, It is best to lead when you yourself have made all of the mistakes and are still walking the straight and narrow path. For sure. So I made something out of all of that trauma. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So, wow. So you need to let go. Can we pull one more to see? Like, yeah, let's do it. You're like, let's keep deep. Let's yeah. keep digging. How do we let go? Like, yeah. yes, we understand she's got to let it go. But uh, abandonment issues. We have the five, the, the five <laughs> of swords. Oh, God. Okay. Unpack it for me, baby. Oh, shit. What I does mean. abandonment issues mean to you? And from who? And from what? And um you said something the other day at lunch you're like when you get hit that's also abandonment issues yeah but yeah it was definitely unpack that a little bit more when you get hit yo yeah there was a lot of um, like abuse yeah. I, I never liked being at home with like my parents yeah. and my family i never liked it was and it was like my mom you know and like even my dad but my, I, my dad like one time like <laughs> beat me with the belt and then like realized like how fucked he up that was a little too far and he like cried about it and said i'm yeah. sorry and then he like never did it again well and like coming from like those latino countries i guess yeah. filipino is not yeah. latino necessarily but like very similar yeah so when we were at the ramen restaurant and yeah. i was like yeah like as a kid coming from this kind of family belt, background the, yeah the when you get hit as a chinelas. child it, <laughs> the, the, the chanclas and tagalog yeah, yeah it does feel like you're being abandoned yeah when someone causes violence to you and your physical body it is a form of abandoning someone yeah. Because this person that you thought you could trust or that you were close with or that you're developing this really deep, intimate bond with is then suddenly a source of fear and trauma and pain. And it creates a lapse yeah. between two people. Yeah. So oftentimes when people suffer physical abuse, they do also it, it amplifies abandonment issues. Well, for sure, because it was like my parents and it was also like my older brother who would mm -hmm. like because, you know, like. We go to school, we come home, and, like, my parents are still at work, and it's just me and my, like, brothers. My older brother was in charge, so he would always, like, hit me, too, yeah. and, like... Kind of like how your friends used to all gang up on you with their words? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then when people... um, When you have people that are close to you that are causing violence or, or hurting you... Yeah. Those are also the people you're either living with or growing attachment to. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, a breeding ground for codependency. Yeah. 
for sure. So you're I felt a- like then you know I got, I got to school. I really cared to be popular. I really yeah. cared to like make as many friends as possible. Like that's why to this day, I, like I have so many friends just because it was like ingrained in me you know like you needed to find support i needed to find support if you weren't going to get it at home you might as well have found i didn't it. like being home so yeah. i you know like um i'd go to my friend's house a lot or i had my friends over because it like wouldn't be as bad like i yeah. could you know like or you know like yeah i i just hung out with my friends a lot and my, i remember my mom was like oddly jealous of that she's like you always want to be with your friends you never want to be with their family and i'm like mm, my family used to say that they, they yeah. i think they still have a problem with that sometimes yeah my parents too they're like well, you never dad, fucking want to be home when you're home you're out with your friends all the time yeah, and i'm like, like y'all suck <laughs> well i love my family and i'm sure yeah. you do too you know but it's it, me and my mom i will say like are better now because she like lives in texas okay so you have a little bit of distance distance again like makes the heart grow falter because and also i think like of age two it's like she can't tell me what to do and like i've just you know like i'm an aquarius I'm stubborn as hell. Like, I'm not going to listen to anyone. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if 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 I, if I, I'll only listen to something. I'll listen, take it in, but only do what you say if I want to. Yeah. Like, I will, you know, uh, I've gotten in trouble a lot of times with that. <laughs> so, because I was like, well, I want to do my way. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so. I like that too. I think my mom is just, you know. Well, when you live in a really tense environment, then it, it just. Like one core issue, like abuse can turn into so many problems because it's like the the abandonment issues, the codependency, but then it also becomes like having a problem with authority mm. and like wanting to rebel against yes. everything. And like, I've certainly had that in my, my life. Yeah, same. Like I just wanted to rebel like a lot and just because do your authority figures were like, you know, the, the, the criticism or the right. punishment, Virgo, interesting, we've have got that, didn't match the crime. There was no justice, Libra. Yeah. So that, like, I don't know if you experience this, but I have this. When when uh, when I mess up even a little bit, I'm expecting the harshest judgment from people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, like people are going to come down on me extra hard or I'm going to be canceled or killed or, right, you right, know. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I know, it's like. Trauma responses. Trauma responses, yeah. It's. it's yeah, it just, um, I just, I think the when I was younger, I didn't realize all of this. Yeah. Like, I think that I was like, well, I'm not going to school with a black eye, so I'm not that getting beat, you right, know? Right, Um, But then I'd see all my white friends, and they, they're, like, cussing out their parents. <laughs> and I'm like, anytime I ever saw that growing yeah, up, I'm like, you're what like, the fuck? Oh, my God, I would have, my ass would have been, yeah, my baby. hair would have been pulled and dragged <laughs> across the hallway, like, how... Yeah. Yeah. You know, in Cuban (laughs) culture, there's this thing where the mother just needs to look at you and she'll purse her mouth and her purse, her mouth and tighten her eyes. Oh, yeah. My mom, too. Yeah. She just looks at me and I'm like, you know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. You stop there. (laughs) Yeah. I know. You're like, okay, she's going to beat my ass now. So we got to stop. But yeah, it's just, um, it was a lot of that. Like, and I had a curfew up until I was 21. Whoa. So I think, um, I mean, I always found ways, let's be real. But like, cause I'd be like, oh, can I sleep over this so and so's house? Yeah. But it was like, it, I was strategic with it because she, like, wouldn't let me do it every weekend. So it had to be like every other weekend. Or she'd be like, okay, but clean your room. But I'd stuff everything in my closet. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, it was yeah. just like stuff like that. I get it. Um, but, you know, um, but 
yeah, I had to be home at like, I think high school was like 9 p.m. And then when I like graduated, it was like 11 p.m. or something like that. Whoa. So, yeah, like Whoa. <laughs> up until I was 21. And then so when I turned 21, I was crazy. Uh-huh, because you had no, <laughs> I'll give my parents that. I didn't have a curfew after yeah. high school. Which is, I was 18. Yeah. And I used to tell my mom, I was like, the city, I mean, like, the the state of California <laughs> is allowing me to be out past, like, nine, like. And they're like, well, not under my roof. Right. You like, live well, in my house, my rules. Right. And so, you know, I mean, ideally, I should have gone out sooner, but it just, I was also scared. I of course. Scared. Like, scared, you know, you're scared to be on your own, paying your bills. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, everything's so expensive. Like, I don't even want to pay for laundry detergent. Like, <laughs> I have to pay for that now? You yeah, know, like, really. the smaller things, you're like, what the fuck? I'm still asking those questions. Right. <laughs> and I'm 29 years old. Right, exactly. Oh. So, okay. Um. All right. So, well, with this in mind, let's pull a card for the present. Okay. So, Oof. we've got the Hierophant reversed, or the Hierophant. I don't know how you say it. But, <laughs> uh, this is the card of marriage when upright and reversed its divorce. So I think this is saying like your parents' divorce is still playing a very real factor in your life today. Yeah, I think it like is a factor that's going to play in my life. For the rest of your life? Like I think it's, I think I'm healed from it. I don't cry about my parents' divorce anymore. Like I'm glad they divorced, you know, but, um, but it still plays a factor on, you know, like commitment, you know, like, I mean, I, I know I want to be with Brian forever, but like the thought of just like having a, a wedding and like the the signed papers is just like we could wait, you know. <laughs> it's just like we could we could wait, but yeah. like I want it, but like we could wait. Well, you know, you know, you know I'm training to be an ayahuasca shaman, yeah. so yeah. maybe we've got some work that we can do together to heal up some of this past stuff yeah so that maybe right now you're not running into getting married yeah but you're in a committed relationship and yeah. it's super healthy it is how and long have you guys been together over two years now Ooh. i know it's like longest relationship Ooh. in my adult years <gasps> get it honey <laughs> I know. Oh. and he's such a little cutie he's the best he he's just th- like the best like I could put him anywhere and everyone would just love him. Like he he's has like the most kind face I've like ever seen my whole life. Such a kind face, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and he's just like even it's just his personality. Like he's very like welcoming and like I, for me, like my biggest thing was like I want someone that like I ha- I don't have to like attend to all the time to make sure they're okay. Like yeah. I know that they're like get, they're get good al- on their own. They're good on their own. And I like they, that too. They can get along with anybody in my life that I'm don't even have to worry or like have to give a warning to like my friends. Like, I'm so sorry, you know, like yeah. like that because I just want someone that's like who could kick it with my friends, you know, absolutely and my family. So and he's gone along with like everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've got this kind of uh, the hero fund is also about tradition. Yeah. And like sacraments, like marriage, reconciliation, uh, whatever, first communion, the Catholic things. There's, of course, sacraments in other religions too. Uh, but tradition. And to have this card reversed is like, well, you don't need, you, right at this moment, you're not looking for the traditional thing. No, I don't even think I'm the most, I'm not really traditional yeah. in that sense. Like Aquarius is the sign of innovation. Yeah. The, or unconventionalism, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Humanitarianism as well. Yeah. Bring the yeah, whole yeah. planet together. Exactly. Like I'm like, we don't have to do it. We don't like, we know that that's the end goal, but it's like, it's not, I'm not, I'm not one of those like, uh, women who are like 
that's like their goal is to get married and they can't wait to like find their dress and like have their moment. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really care yeah. <laughs> like about that. Like, you know, like I'm like, um, I want it to be a fun wedding, but I don't care about like the flashiness of it. Like I don't, um, I want it to just be at the right time. Like I think that like, I don't know. I just like, who cares? Yeah. You know, yeah. But we'll do it eventually, but when just, the timing is right. Yeah. Like we'll know when it's right, but like, I don't want us to it's do not it right now. Yes. That's what the card and is. And my mom is always pushing like, when are you going to get married? Boundaries. I know, I know. She's just like, she even said to to Brian, she was just like, you know, I just, if like, you, you know, you guys are living together and I just don't want my my daughter to be disrespected yeah. if she's just like not going to have that like marriage and that promise. I was like, hold on. What what year is she living <laughs> I was, in? I was like, first <laughs> off, it's not disrespectful if we both agreed that we like the place that we're in right now in a relationship. Like, this is not just, like, up to him if we get married. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. waiting around. Like, this is a mutual agreement and discussion, like, that we have. It's, like, we both don't feel like we need to, like, rush for the sake of yeah. age or because it's we're living together. It, it's Two years is a good amount of time to still be getting to know somebody. Like we yeah. talked about on the first time I was on your podcast, it takes, like, about five years. Honestly. To really get to know someone in and out. Yes. And we just, this, we just moved in together. And I'm, like, let me, like... Test drive the car a right. little bit before I, like, I buy. Right. I was like, why why rush? Like let's 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 appreciate every step. Yeah. And right now we're in the step of appreciating living together, like no kids, just our animals, which I know he like gets oh, frustrated for with. Babies. Like, I know for babies. And like <laughs> just being in the moment. Like I don't know what five years is gonna look like. I don't know. So it's just like uh I, I mean, obviously that's our goal is to be together, but we're just appreciating every stage. Yeah. One hundred percent. So, all right. So we've got this. We've also got the tower card. Tower. The tower represents the tower falling over and having a complete, what I call tabula rasa, which Ooh. means uh, like a clean slate in Latin. Okay. So, but the tower can be very painful. It's like the exorcism card. Mm. So. What are we exercising? Well, if we look at the past, abandonment issues and the, the violence and the pain and the heartbreak and the negative relationships, the self-criticism, lack of self-love. Yeah. So it's time to start, you know, maybe you're divorced from that as well. Um, and just curious, what, what kind of steps have you been taking or do you think you need to take in order to really heal up this past trauma? Well, I think I've, like, I've talked to, a lot about like cutting off um a good amount of friends mm -hmm. like i really like i mean even the twins were like all your friends are at the show were like so amazing like everyone's so helpful they like really were everyone was hot like everyone was just like <laughs> you know all these things and i was like i was like yeah i was like i mean i'm so grateful but but it's also because i've like i purposely chose that you know what yeah. i mean like i purposely have cut off people who were negative people who didn't believe in me people who were just bad people people yeah. who you know like i i did a lot of like i cleaned house like yeah with, baby especially last year mm. and earlier this year like i definitely was like you know i don't care anymore. like and then i thought these people would be my life forever because i've known them since i was like in junior high or whatever and i'm just like if you want to be in my life you'll be in my life but i'm not gonna try anymore i'm not gonna put in the effort um, I'm only going to like feed 
the relationships that are also going to feed me back too. Like we're going to water each other's plants, yeah, you baby. know, like yes, that's mutual. what it should be about. So I think that like, that's why I was able to have a lot of, you know, great people at the live show, like my, all, everyone that helped and stuff. Cause it's like, they're all my, my best friends. Also so shout out to Danica. Cause I love you. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Danica. I love her. I love you so much, Danica. She's so hot. She's so hot. And also so amazing. I did a reading for her a few months ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, it was really powerful <sighs> so i don't want to get into her personal her life yeah, yeah, yeah she's a powerful healer she is she, I, I i could i could see that for sure she's amazing so all right so we've got the tower um but i'm also wondering like are you doing anything like therapy or anything like yeah, that? yeah i just um i took a break from therapy but i'm back you might want to work with dr stephanie a little bit more yes dr stephanie was incredible and i feel like i yeah I feel like there's something there. Yeah. You know? She's yeah. an Aries rising <gasps> with a, she's an Aries sun with Aries rising. Aww. And then her moon sign Sagittarius. Love that. So I feel like you two, I just knew you two had to meet each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She like, that's my she, mentor. She brought a really, she's amazing. Yeah. She like, uh, I, I did learn a lot from her that like was very life changing. And I'm like, I hope she knows that. <laughs> <gasps> I'll let her know. I'll tell yeah. her. I hope she knows that. All right, let's pull another card for the present. Okay, okay. Oh, the three of swords reversed. So when I see this card upright, the it's the three swords going into the heart. But reversed, it's like it's time to pull the swords out. Aww. Like your work to do this is now. Yeah, yeah, I uh, agree. It's going to be a painful process, though, because you're going to have to relive everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm crying. Yeah, This yeah. whole fucking batch of episodes this month. Broke up therapy. Broke up therapy. We're, we're having a breakthrough, you guys. <laughs> Break girl therapy. Break girl. Breakthrough therapy. Breakthrough therapy. <laughs> That's what that is. Breakthrough therapy. Um, yeah, no, I feel like, I think the, the biggest start was letting go of my ex-boyfriend. I think mm. relationship-wise... Um, the Virgo? Yeah, the last one, not the one that, yeah, the last one, the one that like so you cheated. Dated two Virgos. Yes. Okay. Um, that was like in 2020. I let that go. And that was like the enlightening moment to not go for like toxic relationships. And I found yeah. Brian. Yeah, yeah. And then the next last year, I think was the biggest thing was like friends. Yeah. Friendship. Like um, getting really, I think I was like listening to myself more on like who like how i was feeling when i was around people yeah like i remember certain um friend groups i would just cry mm. afterwards and not because anyone said anything mean to me but i was like i don't connect and i would like that made me sad because it was like mourning a f friendships that i thought that i would have forever that like have been through the trenches with me when i yeah. was younger whatever it, it was so it was, like, sad to feel like I don't feel connected. I don't agree with them. I don't see a future with them. It was just, it was a hard thing, and I think that, like, that was – and I'm still grieving that, you know? Like, that's been very tough for me. Um, I'll cry again. No, oh, that's and then okay. career, another thing, too, was, like, trauma. Um, I, this year I felt like I really tried to, like, shift my mind to being, like, Brokotherapy is my job. Brokotherapy is my job. Because, again, it's like casting a spell. Yeah, baby. Like, I used to yes. always look at it as, like, brokotherapy is my passion project. Brokotherapy is on the side, my side job. I'm like, no, brokotherapy is the front line. Brokotherapy is your main job. Like, because that's what I want. I'm being honest with myself. So, 
I'm working on it and it's still in transition. I feel like it's, it's growing a lot right now. Um, but you know, we're not aware. I mean, not, I, I want it to be huge. So like <laughs> it's, going we have, to it's, be. it's going to be, it's already got a good start girl. Yeah. 260,000 followers on TikTok. Am I? I don't even know. Something like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, it's growing. It's getting there. I see like it slowly you know getting there yeah which i rather it like a slow build versus overnight (laughs) because and at this point nothing could be overnight because i've been doing this for six years but like but i think that's like that's i rather it be that because um i could i could perfect my craft and also i feel like it's more you get more loyal people that way yes you know it's interesting that you're saying this because um you know at the time that we're recording this today's the launch date of my podcast last night i was with some friends and we pulled some tarot and i was like i want a card for my podcast yeah and the card i got was the elk and the elk card talks about like slow and steady wins the race yes and like Cammy and Nikki, the twins they told me that podcasting is a labor of love it is it takes fucking time yeah so like you're you're doing all of the things right. Yeah, you know? and and I even told myself that in the beginning too was like, uh, you know, social media was different at that time. When I first, mm-hmm. this is this is gonna this age. This is before TikTok. This is yeah. This is gonna back when a- MySpace was up. Right. No, <laughs> but this is gonna age um, my show for sure. When I put things in perspective, and it's I mean, it's not that long ago, but I feel like to some people it might feel long because they're probably like in middle school at this time, yeah. um, and then now they're like <laughs> in college. Um, but like, <laughs> but. Um, I started the show when there was no Instagram story yet. Whoa. I know that seems old, right? Snapchat made up it's the Snapchat, story concept. Yeah. So I was Snapchatting it, but it's like Snapchat doesn't push your content to like how TikTok is. It's mm-hmm. like you have to just. Add. TikTok really pushes. It does. Although the algorithm <laughs> changed recently. It does. But yeah, it algorithm changes like every day. Um, Fucking algorithm. I know. <laughs> And then, like, Instagram, too, was very, like, saturated and gatekeepy because, again, it didn't push small creators. You The way to, like, the way to grow at that time, it's still, like, the recipe now, but the yeah. way to grow is, like, to have big-name people, um, someone who's an influencer or a YouTuber or a celebrity. I would call you an influencer, yeah, for sure. And, and, like, but I was just, I only, I think, I only had, like, 200 followers or something. Sure, Like, sure. so it was... I was like, oh my, I don't, I'm not like, okay, what? I went to high school, Tyler Posey. I have his phone number, but I'm not going to call him to, like, you know what I mean? Because, well, I mean, I could. But, like, he's watch cool. how you call your favors. Like, right. I'm not about to hit up Darren Chris and be like, yo, right. are you like, coming on my podcast? Like, it feels a little weird. It's, it's kind of like I want to use your clout for my yes, benefit. Exactly. And that's gross. And that's gross. And, you know, it'd be different if we were, like, actually best friends. Like, me and Tyler post text that it was like, <laughs> no, we don't. Like, so if we see each other, we say hi. But it's not like, you know, um, it's not like that. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't want to be thirsty. And also, it was like, you know, I'm thinking of the concept of the show. I'm like, I want it to feel so natural and, like, um, I'd, I'd want it to be as real as possible. Yeah. And like for me, I I feel comfortable expressing myself with my friends, and I know some people who have podcasts who are like, I will never interview someone I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I will do that. Like, I'm you do I, it all the time. Yeah, like I'm, I'm now I'm open to it. It took me a while. Yeah, actually, no. I mean, I feel I was still open to it, but it was like I had to like read the room. Till this day, sometimes I have to like. I feel like anyone you give me, I just trust. Yeah, so that's, baby. That's like huge. Ebony Mystique, Doctor right. Stephanie. I, I just trust. I'm like, I feel like you just know. So I'm gonna like, I've been taking that risk, thank and it's you. been so successful. So Got thank it. you. Good. Um, but before I would like do. F- phone calls with people and like see or you know what I a mean? little tasty taste and you know, i was really picky um but, and you know and i just i just wanted to feel like i wasn't here for clout like i wanted to just feel really like these are my people like i want my people on here and so i think that's what and i knew that that was going to be a sorry going back to slow and steady i knew that was going <laughs> to Um, ADHD I know like but I knew that was going to be the slow way of growing but I wanted but I felt like it was the most honest way of growing yeah so I wanted to take you know that route yeah I think that's a wise way to do it yeah slow and steady wins some people are impatient well at first I was like oh I'm going to release my podcast weekly and like I'm not going to be able to do that it's going to have to be bi-weekly thing right now, at least in the beginning until I can just grow and make it comfortable. Yes, yeah. And like if you stick with it, it sticks with you. Yeah. Just stay consistent. Stay consistent. That's all. Stay consistent. Shall we pull a card for the future? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That's the last one. Cause we're running out of time. We okay. still have to do a second right, episode. Right. Ah! <laughs> but like, I want to see the future. Do we want to do, do part two? Like you can just. We are going to do, we'll do this. And then what do you, what do you think? What do you think we need? Um, well, cause there's still so much more that we could do in oh, a really? reading. Yeah. Like we could, could just keep going in that. So it's up to you. We can close the reading out and talk about something else. I know. I'm just scared. Cause what if we lose them? Cause it's like a month later. Oh, you know, oh, I feel you. So if it'd be different if it was like, Oh, next week, but All right, or well, I could do that. Let's I guess. pull a final, where are you going? What's on the horizon? I don't know. You want just one or do you want to just close? L- it I want to kind of want to keep going, but, um, you know what? You tell yeah. Me. Let's let's end it here, and then I'm just gonna make it where like next week you're on. Like we'll have you two weeks in a row. Oh, okay, all right. Let's just do that. That That's way, like they're not waiting a month to like. Okay. Yeah. To hear the rest of yeah. That. So <laughs> tune in next week, you guys, and we'll hear part two because yeah, there's a lot going on here. Yeah, baby. Um, I mean, typically when I do a reading with someone, it takes about an hour, and we started okay. like the reading thirty minutes into this. That's true. So, okay, and you then know. Well, Kiki, it's always a good time. It's always a good Kiki. Yeah. Okay, well, plug yourself. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. My name is Danny Santos, yo astro daddy. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Santos Crystal Visions. If you want to book a reading, uh, confirm my identity with my name, your name, and the date in a voice note. You can also find my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube called Ooh, the Astro Daddy, daddy Podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hit me up, y'all. Oh, that, that should be your tagline. <laughs> yeah. Like you should do like an open, like Astro Daddy, Astro Daddy. Astro, <laughs> Astro Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it should be. Okay. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeotherapy.com. All that shit is there. So stay tuned for part two because there's more breakthroughs that are going to happen. More tarot, juicy, juicy, Ju- baby. More juicy shit. Okay, mm. love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.